0: Good evening. Uh, My name is Malcolm, and I'm the vicar here at St Mary's. And it's absolutely wonderful to see you here today. Um, Our theme that we've had throughout this Christmas time here at St Mary's has been the theme of the best Christmas, the best Christmas. And I'm sure we can all remember times in our lives where we've had fantastic, kind of magical Christmases. I can certainly think of times. In my life, I was thinking back when I was a child. I grew up in the west of Scotland. I can remember going carol singing. And I'm sure we can remember all the presents and so on. So much that was brilliant and wonderful about Christmas. And the thing I love about Christmas now is having children and uh, seeing their joy at, uh, at this Christmas time. So there's lots that we can really give thanks for about Christmas. But I also chose that theme of the best Christmas because I know That at this time, especially this Christmas uh, time, and even last Christmas as well, let's be honest, it hasn't been the best Christmas in lots of different ways. There has been, uh, sadly, a shadow of uncertainty, of fear, of struggle, of brokenness around. Uh, Isaiah talked about deep darkness, and that's how it can feel sometimes, especially At This time and I know that after all we've been through over these past 22 months, I know many people have reflected a bit more deeply about life, have reflected on their priorities, uh, perhaps on their freedoms and responsibilities and perhaps some people have also reflected a bit more keenly on their eternal destiny. Because so often and so tragically, we have seen over these months and years, uh, death sadly seeming closer than we've ever seen it before. And it has caused us to ask questions. It has caused us to look inwardly a bit more and and perhaps wonder what is true and what is life all about and is there anything more to life? Than this. You know, it was interesting. I was reflecting how Jesus came into troubled times. Even when we've been singing about that first uh, nativity and that first time in Bethlehem as Jesus was born, he came into a time where there was a Roman occupation in the country he was born into, he came into a time of crushing poverty. Uh, He came into a time of great government intervention. In fact, that's why Mary and Joseph were on their way to Bethlehem, because of a government instruction. Jesus was born into a time of struggle and violence, of sadness in so many ways. And in fact, even in his early years, Jesus became a refugee because of all that was going on around him. It was a tremendously difficult time. time that jesus came into jesus came into that world and we read in in luke's gospel that the son of man came to seek and to save that which was lost jesus didn't come into a safe sanitized world he came into a broken vulnerable fragile world but he came to seek and to save the lost he came into deep darkness and he came to bring beautiful and glorious light and it's for that reason I'm really excited to be here tonight not just because we get to sing carols together for the first time in a few years which is exciting in itself I I love the carols I love everything about Christmas in fact I was here just a couple of weeks ago with the um, with Staples Road Uh, uh, doing their carol service. And one of the things I so loved about that was seeing the absolute excitement in the children. And so I do love all the carols and everything else, but actually the best thing, the brightest thing, the most beautiful thing about Christmas is Jesus. Jesus is the bright and the morning star. He is the hope in the darkness. And in the world in which he was born into, he became hope and he is no less bright Tonight, the brightness of the gospel and the good news of Jesus come into the darkness. But it's not just a darkness that's out there, you see. The deep darkness that Isaiah the prophet spoke of wasn't just external, the deep darkness, sadly, was in us. And the Bible speaks about this darkness, and, and it's the darkness of human sin. And what what is our sin? It's basically our separation from God. It's so sad and and we could share many stories tonight of of examples in our lives of where we have seen the tragedies and the terrible power of sin and separation from God at work in our lives where, where we've fallen away from God, where we've been independent from God, where we've been separated from God. That's the tragedy of our broken and our lost world tonight. Our world is in a mess. And it's in a mess because of the deep darkness of human sin. And that's not just for other people. It runs through every one of our hearts. None of us are are as good as God. None of us are, are, are kind of righteous like God is. We've all sinned. We've all fallen short. And this deep darkness is, to, is, is what the, was prophesied that the great light would come in to make all the difference. That's why Jesus is our hope, not just for the world, but actually for you and for me. The darkness is found in me and you, but also Jesus, our hope, He came for you and for me. So there may be many people who, you know, perhaps aren't even really thinking about this. Most of the time at Christmas time, they're basically, you know, thinking of Christmas as a holiday and time for just good fun, family, friends, uh, a, a bit of a break uh, from the slog. Uh, and sort of why bother with Christmas? Why, why emphasize these things about Jesus? What is it? What's the point of all of this All of this stuff about Jesus and Christmas, I think it's here in Luke chapter 2 that was read for us. I just want to read a few of the verses that were read for us earlier. Luke chapter 2 says, And there were shepherds uh, living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. And this will be a sign to you that you will find the baby uh, wrapped in cloth and lying in a manger. And so, it's those words. When people want to ask the question, why bother with this message about Jesus? These, this sentence from Luke chapter 2 is why we bother. It's because it says there in verse 10, a saviour has been born to you. And I loved what Martin shared in his life story where he was talking about all the brokenness that he's known in his life, just like us, just like all of us. And he said that if you were to ask him what was the, at the core of his life, that he was an ordinary man in need of a saviour. He knew he'd, he needed a savior. And I think that's one of the things that kind of needs to dawn on us, the penny to drop tonight. We're ordin- all of us are ordinary people trying to make our way in life, trying to do the best we can. But you know, the key thing about us, the, 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 the most important thing about us and the point of Christmas is that we need a savior. All of us. We're all in the same boat here. And the good news, that's why these angels come bursting out of heaven to to declare this is the best news. Into this place of darkness, these angels come and they are so excited to bring this good news. The, The angels said, do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will bring great joy for all the people. A savior has been born to you. There is an answer. Into the darkness, there is hope. Into the despair, there is life. This is the gospel. This is the power uh, that God wants to bring into all of our lives here tonight. That's the point of Christmas. That's why we can have the best Christmas even in the worst of circumstances, is Jesus. Uh, you know, the, the, the old carol. 200 years old, this carol, Silent Night. I don't know if it's your favorite carol. For many people, Silent Night's their favorite carol. But there's that beautiful line in there, Christ the Savior is born. Christ the Savior is born. Uh, Charles Wesley, when he wrote Hark the Herald Angels Sing, he put it this way, he said, God and sinners reconciled. That is the good news that will cause great joy Because sadly, our world is a mess because we're not reconciled with God. We're actually strangers from God. God doesn't want to be a stranger to you tonight. He doesn't want to be far off. And how do we know that? Because he's already sent Jesus. That's how we know God loves us. Jesus came. Jesus came and became one of us. God became one of us. How, how much more eloquently or profoundly could he ever show his love for us? He became human. He lived in our brokenness. He, he, he understands what it means for us to live in the world that we live in. And all that goes on in the turmoil in our hearts. And he came to us and to bring that new hope to us. So what is this, if, if, if it's a saviour that we need, it says a saviour has been born to you. What is this salvation? What does it mean when we talk about a saviour has been born to you? Well, here's a couple of things it means. Firstly, it means forgiveness. There is forgiveness tonight. And that is one of the most remarkable things. Yes, we've been stra- estranged from God. Yes, we're cut off from God in our sin and separated But there is forgiveness. That is the best news. That's what makes it the best Christmas. There is forgiveness. There's also, uh, this isn't just a a forgiveness, but it's also a rescue, a rescue from judgment. The Bible says it's appointed unto all of us once to die and after that the judgment. And all of us will stand before God one day. But, it, but this is God's rescue plan. You know, the, the wages of sin is death, eternal death. But the gift of God is eternal life. All have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. But God demonstrates his own love for us in this, that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. And so there can be a rescue for us from the judgment of God. There can also be reconciliation. And I think this is one of the most glorious things. The Christian faith isn't just a list of do's and don'ts. And, you know, pull your socks up and try your best and be good. Keep your nose clean and, and, and uh, work a bit harder. No, it's actually a message of reconciliation and relationship with God. You can actually get to know God personally in a real and a powerful way. You can know God. Through what Jesus did for you on the cross. It's reconciliation. It's forgiveness. It's rescue. It's freedom. It's love. And that's why Matthew tells us that Jesus is going to be called Emmanuel. Which means God with us. God is with us tonight. He's not against us. He's for us. He's for you. Because he loves you. And this salvation tells us that, you know, the baby Jesus that we've been singing about in the manger, he went from the cradle to the cross. And he went to that cross and he died there for you and for me as a substitute, if you like, to pay the penalty for all of our separateness from God, our estrangement from God, our sin. Because, that has, because God is just God and we believe in justice. God can't just pretend Our sin doesn't happen. So what he does is he puts it all on Jesus who dies on the cross. And you and I can go free. We can be forgiven, reconciled. We can be rescued. We can have freedom. We can know the love of God. We can have relationship with God. All because of the cross. And because of what Jesus did on that cross for us. The carols, they speak about it really eloquently. Uh, You know, the Once and Royal that we just sung earlier tonight is our first carol. Talks about redeeming love. And that word redeem means that we get set free. It's a love that sets us free. Jesus' love is a redeeming love. Free from shame. Free from guilt. Free from sin. Free to be who God created you to be. We get set free from judgment, free from condemnation when we accept Christ. Redeeming love. And that's one of the characteristics of this best Christmas is, the, is to really receive in your heart, God loves me. God loves me. God loves you. Uh, it doesn't matter what you've done. God just doesn't love nice people. He loves everyone. You may have come in here and think, well, I've done Look Look what I've done. God could never love me. God's only for religious people. God's for people who pray and read their Bible and do the right thing. He, I've, got a, I've got a history. You don't know what I've done. Well, actually, no. God loves everyone unconditionally. And he actually came for people like all of us. People who are broken. People in need. People who know we've got it wrong. People who know they need a saviour. That's the love of God. God's love is vast and rich and amazing. And if there's one thing I want you to remember tonight, it's that God loves you. God loves you with an everlasting love. The carol, O Little Town of Bethlehem, it says there, cast out our sin and enter in, be born in us today. And that's another core truth, you know, recognising I've sinned, but we can take that as like a prayer. We've just sung it, actually. You might want to look at the words, or oh, Little Town of Bethlehem. It's the last verse. Cast out our sin and enter in. It's a prayer inviting Jesus to forgive you. Inviting, saying, Jesus, I need you. Jesus, I, want, I ask you to forgive all my sin, my brokenness, my lostness. And re- I want to receive you into my life. To come and be my savior and be my Lord. I have sinned. God loves me. I have sinned. And the other carol that we sung tonight, it's We Three Kings. Do you like that carol? And it talks in there about sorrowing, sighing, bleeding, dying. Have you noticed that lots of the carols, they pick up not just Christmas, but Easter as well. Um, There's a carol that talks about bleeding and dying. It's not really just about the cradle. It's also about the cross and all that Jesus has done for us, talking about how Christ died for you greater love has no one than this than to lay down your life for your friends and jesus laid his life down for you and for me how much more proof do we need of the love the redeeming love of god than he gave his very life and what should our response be if someone was to actually give their life for you i wonder how what your response would be you wouldn't shrug it off you wouldn't just um say well that's fine you know and just let it be water off a duck's back it, it, it's supposed to really capture our hearts and cause us to to be changed forever that love where jesus died for us and then there's that beautiful carol again oh little Town of bethlehem which we've just sung it says where meek souls will receive him still the dear christ enters in I want you to think of your life. It's almost like you've got a door to your heart. And you can open that door or you can close it. Where meek souls will receive him still, the dear Christ enters in. Are you closed to God, to Jesus today, or are you open? Are you someone who would say, I'm a meek soul and I want to receive him tonight. To receive Christ. As many as received him to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. You can become a child of God by receiving Christ Jesus as Savior and Lord. So that scripture says, a Savior has been born to you. That's what it means when it says a Savior. And all of us here tonight, and everyone in Louton and Epping Forest, in fact, everyone in the world, Our greatest need is for a Savior. It's not for entertainment. It's not for money. It's not for fame. It's for salvation. It's for reconciliation. It's for forgiveness, for rescue, and for love. And that can only be found in Jesus. That's why Jesus is the bright hope in the deep darkness. And the last thing as I close is this statement is really personal so personal i want you to hear the statement not just to everybody generally but i want you to hear what the angel says for you in particular why do i say that it's because it says a savior has been born to you and i want you to think in your mind it's for me this is for me this christmas is for me this cradle and the cross is for me it's not for it's not just for other people Sometimes we can get away with things by just generalizing. Oh, isn't it lovely that God loves all of us? Have you, do you know God loves you in particular? This is for you. This gift of eternal life is for you. If you will receive it. If you will be open and open the door when Christ comes knocking. Open the door. Where meek souls will receive him still, the dear Christ enters in. So this is for you, friends. So what do we need to do? How do we do this? How do we receive Christ this Christmas time and make it the best Christmas ever? And this is so simple. It's not complicated. I sometimes wonder if it was more complicated, more people might do it. It's because it's so simple that we wonder, how can it be that this is so simple? Is it really that simple? I say it's simple, but it's also life-changing. It's costly, but it's simple. It will mean for the rest of your life following Jesus. It will mean choosing to put Jesus first in everything and and giving him your whole life, but it's the way in is simple, and it's this. Jesus told us already what to do. He said, repent and believe the good news. In other words, turn from the way you're living. Turn around and go God's way turn to christ turn from your sin and look to jesus put your trust and your faith in jesus we're not going to get to heaven on the basis of our good works that we do i'm a vicar and i haven't got good enough good works to you know to see me out none of us have none of us have it's all about what jesus did for us not what we can do for him so put your faith and your trust in christ Repent, turn, which means turn, and believe. Believe. All you need to do tonight is put your faith and trust in Christ for your salvation and open your life to him and say, Yes, I invite you, Lord Jesus. Cast out my sin and enter in. Come into my life. And then you start a journey with God that is life-changing, that is transforming You invite the power of the creator God into your life that will change everything, but for the better. And that's the brightness. Who wants to keep going around in the darkness? When you go into a room, do you just walk about in the dark or do you flick the light on? We don't want to just go around bumping into things in life. We need to get and flick the light on, and that is receiving Christ, and then your life will be completely different from there on in. As the, as the carol says, you know, what can I give him, poor as I am? If I were a shepherd, I would bring a lamb. If I were a wise man, I would do my part. Yet what I can, I give him. Give him my heart. And tonight, if you would like to give your heart to God, to the Lord Jesus, I'd love you just to pray along with me right now, sincerely, from your heart to God's heart. And um, perhaps we could just all bow our heads and pray. And if you would like to join in with me in this prayer, this is a prayer where you can give your life to Christ and ask Him to come into your life to forgive you. But that's, this prayer will also be a prayer where you will give yourself to Him so that you're going to live the rest of your days, no matter what it costs you, no matter what is, comes. You'll put Jesus at the center. Let's pray. Lord Jesus Christ, I thank you from the bottom of my heart that you love me. I thank you that you came at that Christmas time for me. Jesus, I need you. I've messed up in my life. I have sinned and I'm separate from you. I ask you to forgive me tonight all my sin and give me a new start. Lord Jesus, I believe in you and I trust you that you died for me and you rose again from the dead. Jesus, please come into my life now. I open my life to you. And I ask you to come in as my Savior and as my Lord. And today, I give my life to you. Thank you, Jesus. Please fill me with your love and help me now to follow you all my days thank you jesus in your name amen amen that's simple but it's life transforming and i'm going to be at the door at the end with a few little booklets and if you prayed that prayer with me i'd love you just all you need to do is say to me can i have one of those little books and i would just want to encourage you give you the book And then I encourage you to go on with God and to grow with God every single day. The Lord bless you, and may you have the best Christmas ever.